Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 30 of the Good Times Podcast. I'm your host, Quentin James Knuth, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, William John Soakey. Today, we have a special guest in the studio, Bryce Matthew Linson. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Mountain Holler, available at your local Save-A-Lot food store. Let's go over the good times that we've had recently. Bryce, we're going to start with you. Big intramurals basketball game at West Pier. Uh, it was actually like a surprising amount of people came out to support. Um, we got into contact. I think it was Eli Sisler got into contact with some people at West Pier. Uh, they brought out their announcer, uh, like an actual basketball announcer. They had official like WIA officials actually refing the game. So, I mean, it was it was actually a big deal. Like there was a theme. It was as if I was playing like a varsity game, mm. like my first career varsity yeah. game. How was your plus-minus on the day? Uh, my plus-minus was straight zero. Zero turnovers, but, you know, didn't really do much. Okay. Uh, how, how did the team do overall? Uh, that's a bit of a sore spot. Uh, uh, never mind. This is the Good Times <laughs> podcast. We don't talk about not good times. Let's just say popping threes is fun when they don't hit. Uh, and maybe that's not quite as fun. Quinton? Um, I had actually a pretty eventful weekend this past week. Um, I went sledding with some friends out at the local hill. Uh, that was a good time. It was pretty iced over, but that made it better almost with all the... We went fast, you know. I like trains. Yes, um, we do do... A, I make a tradition every year. of At some point, I, everyone's got to hop on. We do a train, go all the way down the hill, to, all together, grab down to each other. So that's always fun. Um, but then the next day, I woke up early, drove up into Door County, went to see Cave Point, took some pictures of some icicles for a while. Then on the way back into town, we stopped at Joe Rory's. Oh, classic. Place. I had a double cheeseburger, finished it in approximately two seconds, and then um, waited about five minutes, and then when my little five-year-old cousin decided he wasn't going to finish his single, I had half of a single burger after that. Took for you some, approximately one second. Oh, yes. For some reason, when you walk into Joe Roy's, it's just like your appetite just triples. Like, your stomach size just triples. You can eat as much food as you want when you're in there. Oh, yes. Drawers, an absolute classic for northeastern Wisconsin locals. Anyways, as for me, uh, I went big boy sledding. uh, I I hit both kinds of sledding. I went actual sledding on Friday night. And then on Sunday, I went snowmobiling, launched from the wonderful town of Gillette, Wisconsin, the ATV capital of the world, or so they claim. Uh, I was in air quotes, by the way. And uh, went up, to, went up to a, a couple other nice small towns, uh, Surrey, Wisconsin, and uh, Townsend, Wisconsin. Had lunch at this nice little uh, bar that was already doing its Bloody Mary bar at like <laughs> 11 a.m. Yes. So uh, that was that was really fun. Bloody Marys, the two alcoholic drinks you can have for breakfast. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, then later on, uh, earlier this week, I did a Junior Achievement Business Challenge out at Northeastern Wisconsin Technical College. Played a business simulation, I think. Uh, and I played it with Calvin Hunt. Shout out, uh, Calvin. Uh, go listen to episode, I believe, 17, uh, if you want to hear him talk. Uh, Calvin and I both won $250 apiece in scholarship money. Um, we beat uh, almost all of the Manitowoc Lutheran kids that was there. Didn't expect to see any of those there. Uh, but really the main reason I was there was for the free lunch. And uh, the lunch, in fact, was uh, Marco's Pizza. Uh, you may find them in the other half of any of the local family video stores that haven't yet converted to uh, CBD exclusives. Um, and I, I thought the Marco's Pizza was a little bit subpar, like who puts cheese on their 
or who puts cheddar cheese on their regular cheese pizza? I'm like, I don't know if I feel this. And, uh, and that's going to lead us into uh, today's topic matter, which is pizza. Uh, and honestly, I'm just kind of like an average pizza guy. I like my semi-local pizza chain, uh, Topper's Pizza. Um, shout out Toppers for catering to the college kids and staying open until 3 a.m. on weekends. Um, Toppers Pizza is always great. But really, Topper Sticks is where it's at. If you want pizza breadsticks, Topper Sticks is where it's at. Honorable mention for my pizza goes to Papa John's. Uh, their garlic sauce is one of the best in the industry, I think. And uh, as for my flavors, I'm just a straight-up pepperoni guy. Like, simple, uh, yet still enough flavoring to kind of uh, hold me over. Uh, Bryce, uh, what, what are your thoughts on this wonderful pizza industry? Uh, well, I can't speak for Toppers, unfortunately, because I've never been there, but that Papa John's garlic sauce Ooh, is yes. exquisite. And they come with the peppers, too. That's always, that's, that's solid. Solid. We, we, like, sandbag our peppers. We, like, don't even use all of it on that one. We sandbag it so that the next time we have, like, frozen pizza, then we're like, we still got crushed red pepper. Yeah. And then we use it on that, yeah. Yeah, I would say that. But if I'm not going out to, like, an actual restaurant... Uh, I'm in band, so we do a lot of fundraising uh, through Hanson's Foods. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just beg my mom to get like, just load up on those Hanson fundraiser pizzas. Yeah. And if you can get those to like the, the perfect golden brown crust, the mm -hmm. right like cheese melted, yeah. that pepperoni pizza absolutely slaps. So good. Yeah, see, uh, my issue is that. My family's pizza oven is, I believe, nearing its second decade of use, and so it's, it, it like, some parts of it heat faster than others at this point. Uh, there's a little bit of that rusted up cheese on the bottom. And... Uh, yeah, and so, like, like, I'll set it to what I think is a good time, and then, like, half the pizza is, like, golden brown just the way you want it to be, and then half the pizza is, like, looking like it just came out of the freezer, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Okay. Uh, so we we may have to look into getting a new one soon, but I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah, see, we used to have a somewhat similar situation, except ours was probably only like eight or so years of use, and then we just switched to the oven because it's just easier and it'll heat the same. Yeah. Quentin, I hear you have a kind of unconventional way of heating your pizzas. Uh, actually, I have a lot of things to say about pizza, so uh, we'll get started with... Um, Sit back and uh, grab your pizza. This one's going to be a good one. All right, so we'll start out with going out for pizza. I have many places I like to go out for pizza. Specifically, always like to hit up Pizza Ranch with the boys. You know, it's a great time. Just try and load up on your pizza all the time, every day. Um, you know, speaking of this, this brings me to one of my flavors of pizza that I enjoy. I enjoy me a good mac and cheese pizza. This is very, I feel like a very local thing. I don't know that this is a huge thing. Um, uh, it's, it's decent because uh, my... Probably my favorite non-local pizza place is Ian's Pizza in Madison. Ah. They have a ridiculously good mac and cheese pizza, and I almost won a free slice last year, but I didn't. So. I've never yeah. had, but going to UW-Madison, might have yeah. to hit it up uh -huh. next year quite a few times. Ian's Pizza on State Street, you can't miss it. Um, State Street. Speaking of Toppers, Toppers actually has a decent mac and cheese pizza. Um, Gallagher's, local, local restaurant, they have a decent mac and cheese pizza. Um, but overall, you know... I, when I'm staying in for pizza, you know, I have multiple ways to cook it at home. One thing that my family likes to do is when we're, we decide to make pizza, we do it the right way. We make our own. We buy, we buy thin crust from the uh, Piggly Wiggly most of the time, you know, 
close grocery store, and we load it up ourselves. My parents will make Reuben pizzas. They'll make they throw they throw shredded jerk pork on pizzas. They throw all they just make crazy combinations of pizzas. And then one of the best things about making your own pizza is you can make your own sauce. So my go-to pizza is I I have a regular sausage pepperoni pizza, right? Throw some Italian cheese on there, some pepper, some freshly sliced pepperoni that we got, um, some sausage that we fry up. But then my sauce is a little bit different. I like to I'm I'm a Midwesterner, so I like myself some ranch. But I'm not one of those people that's just gonna put ranch on a pizza, you know? So I mix myself some pizza sauce and some ranch. You get a nice pink little sauce in there. It's actually quite decent. But Will's shaking his head, but I mean, don't I, knock until you try it. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna say maybe that's just me uh doubting it and like like Quentin said, this area is just absolutely great for pizzas. Like shout out the Iron Buffalo in Menkelville. Like nobody knows where Menkelville is, but there's like two bars there and one of them's the Iron Pizza. They have a ridiculously good selection. I do speaking of non traditional sauces, I do enjoy myself a good chicken Alfredo pizza. Ah yes. Uh, that that is one of the non tomato sauce combinations I like. But speaking of kind of weird flavors, this does beg the question because you can't have a pizza episode and not answer this question. Does pineapple belong on pizza? No. No. Final answer. No. 100% agree with Quentin. No. Well, uh, I'm outnumbered here. Um, I, I don't see what's wrong with putting it on pizza. I guess I, guess I don't see what's wrong with it. I'm just not a, I'm not a huge, I don't eat fruits, really. I mean, if you know me, you know this about me. I don't eat fruits. That, that's vegetables. true. Yeah. So, like, I don't eat pe- or pineapple as it is. So putting something I don't eat normally on a pizza just is like, I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna like shame you for putting it on pizza, but like personally, not putting it on there. Yeah, I 100% agree with your analysis, but I like fruit. <laughs> I, I like pineapple. Pineapple is good. Pizza is good, but it's one of those things where it's like a good plus a good does not equal a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's not how it works. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean my family occasionally does like grilled fruit kebabs, so like maybe like that's where I got introduced to like. You know, grilled pineapple. I, and I'm I'm for grilled pineapple too. Like grilled pineapple is good. You get a little bit of caramel caramelization on the outside of it. You know, you get that little bit of flavor in there. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just yeah, I mean, my one my one thing with pineapple is that you can't just like chunk it and throw it on the pizza because then like you're eating like your regular like thin crust pizza and then there's just like a giant hunk of pineapple. Yeah, I don't really like. You really gotta slice it good. But most places do a, do a good job of, of doing that. So. uh I don't know. Any any Hawaiian pizza fans out there, uh, you just know that you are not alone, uh, despite what the other two people on the Good Times pod might say. I also, so when, when I'm not making my own pizza, I actually, we, we, I don't remember how long ago we got this. We got a nice pizza oven in the basement. Best thing ever. Because, you know, it's 2 a.m. I'm playing me some Call of Duty. I want some food. But I don't want to go upstairs. I walk into the back room, go to the deep freeze, grab myself frozen pizza, throw it in there. All of a sudden... It's done. I can have me a pizza. And when I'm going for frozen pizza... Do you have a pizza cutter down there, too? Uh, I do normally keep one down there just to be safe. But um, I, it's also great when I have friends over, too. But when I have, I've taken advantage of yes, that before, yes. most definitely. When you come into my house, you expect there to be a frozen pizza made at some point during the night. Um, but when I'm t- speaking of frozen pizza, my go-to frozen pizza, personally, a lots of masa. I don't know about you guys, lots of masas. They just have that, like, what is it, like a half pound of cheese on there? It's ridiculous. And, that, see, they have a little bit too much sauce for my taste. However, the crust is finished, like, it, it cooks well. The cheese melts all nice. It's, I very much enjoy it. You have to let it cool a little bit before you eat it. 
Otherwise, though, because otherwise you'll pull off all the cheese with the first bite. Definitely, yeah. Okay, so I, as Quentin was talking, I was thinking about, because I work in a grocery store, right? And so I see a lot of different kinds of, like, frozen pizzas come through. And I know that there's a lot of two pizzas for $12 sales, Mm -hmm. and there's just these ginormous pizzas. They're not frozen, they're kind of sitting in, like, that, that, like, Kind of like the deli deli coolers, yeah. Like the deli coolers, and they're just ginormous, but they're two for 12. I don't know, they they kind of look somewhat like a non frozen version of a like a lots of matzo brew pub, that type of like pizza, but they look so good. I just want to try one of those these days, yeah. Yeah, definitely seen those before, yeah. They they like look good, but then it's like, what do I do with them when I get home because like I can't freeze them because they're not frozen in the store, but like. Does the fridge work? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. But, I mean, they look good. I won't deny that. All right. Um, We're actually reopening our applications for uh, being a guest in the Good Times podcast. So um, if you would like to be a guest in the Good Times podcast, please feel free to email thegoodtimespodcast at gmail.com. The Good Times pod. The Good Times pod at gmail.com. Sorry. It's been a while. Um, But... We will take a look at your application and see if you're qualified to be a guest, if you do. so. For sure, for sure. Thank you, Bryce, for coming on the podcast today. Always. I'm so glad to be a part of it. And as always, if you're listening to us right now, you've evidently found us somewhere. Uh, we are currently on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. But on the off chance that you are in like the 0.3% market share that the Good Times podcast is not on, just give us an email, thegoodtimespod at gmail.com. We'll see what we can do. No guarantees about Chinese hosting sites, but other than that, I think it should be pretty feasible. So uh, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, uh, make sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. Thank you. a 5.0 rating right now. I mean, we'd like to keep it there, guys. So please, please put in a review yes thank you to everybody who has done so before uh and just always thank you so much for listening to the good times podcast and allowing us to bless so many people with the good times so for bryce matthew linson and quentin james knuth i'm william john Soki signing off until the next one